Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. Alongside our uh, prayer meetings every morning, we also have Bible readings from 11.30 each morning here in the church building. And um, we're delighted this year giving our Bible readings is John Woodside from Drogheda Presbyterian Church in the Republic of Ireland. And it's the delight of John with us. And I'm just going to interview John, ask him a few questions so we can get to know something of his background and where he's coming from before he speaks to us this evening. So John, you're very welcome. And come and join me just here. John, first of all, just uh, give folks a little bit of a, a potted biography of your life, you know, where you grew up, how you ended up entering the ministry, and so on. Thank you. Well, that should be a pretty boring start to this uh, program. But no, born in Larne, uh, went to Queen's, converted in my first year as a student there. Uh, actually stayed in, in lodgings with a young student, and we, were, we met on the steps tonight of the church, and we reckon we meet about once every 42 years. Was it Greer? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, we, I remember as young Christians, we, we formed the Agriculture Prayer Group, and that was the beginning of my Christian discipleship, dragged into the Christian Union uh, shyly and reluctantly. Uh, until I was mid-30s, involved in agricultural research and teaching. And then, for me, a very reluctant call into full-time ministry. That led me to... Uh, I suppose, 27 years almost ministering in the Republic of Ireland. Most of my ministry has been in the, in the South, uh, 18 of those years in Kilkenny and the last nine or so in Drogheda. Uh, during that time, I, I have a, sort of a soft spot, I have to say, for this church because I first set eyes on my wife on the steps there. Uh, I had my first date in the Scandia here. Uh, it was a disaster, and she turned me down, but that's another story. <laughs> Had to wait three more years. So, uh, but anyway, we eventually got married with three boys, uh, all in their 20s. And Sandra herself was involved in mission work with UCCF in Lebanon. I first saw a photograph in a mission magazine, so it pays to pray for missionaries. Uh, <laughs> that's where it all began. Uh, now, Dave, I can't think what else to say, but that's something of the history so far. This has obviously been a very fruitful place for you already, John. So we look forward to this week. But, John, tell us a little bit about uh, the church you're involved in in Drogheda. We know that there's been growth over the last number of years. It's an interesting place as long as you've been ministering there. Tell us a little bit about the church where you minister. I went there about nine years ago, Dave, to a little group of, uh, I think, probably quite discouraged folk who had labored hard over many years and not been very encouraged, but I didn't know that my going there was going to coincide with a change in Irish society. Uh, Ireland changed from being a very monocultural nation to a multicultural nation. People began to filter in through the door of the church, not only from the local community, but from now up to at least 16 different nations. Uh, the little church grew from, you know, whatever, 15, 20 people. Uh, and we've been greatly blessed by more coming and bringing others, and in a week's time we hope to open a new church building in Drogheda. Uh, it's just been a great privilege to see God at work. Almost everyone comes from a, a non-Protestant background or a non-Irish background, 
uh, as I say, we have people from um, different nations in Africa, Eastern Europe, East Asia, as well as the local community in Ireland. Uh, so many people say to us today, we're spiritual, but we're not religious. There's that hunger after God. They've given up on the secular uh, way of life. They have given up on traditional religion as they've known it, but there's a hunger after God. And it's a great privilege to preach the gospel in the Republic of Ireland today. So it's been a tremendously encouraging time, Dave. John, with those uh, different nationalities and ministering in the Republic as you do, what do you think, even picking up from some of these folks here in, in your church, are some of the greatest challenges for a mission that we face in the 21st century? I'm just going to say a little bit about this later on, I think, but uh, it's probably hard for us to realize that we have grown up, at least people who are my age, have grown up at the tail end of what we call Christendom, where for centuries we have been used to a society which more or less reflected Christian values, uh, Christian marriage values, Sunday as a day off, and so on. But we're now at the tail end of that period when Europe, I think, and this part of the world in particular uh, needs to be re-evangelized, but it's a part of the world that in many ways has had antibodies against the gospel. So we've got to think of fresh ways. How do we present the gospel again to uh, Europe and to this Western world who have been there and done that? Uh, it seems to me that our stress over the years has been ministering to the very large numbers of people who've been inside the church. We're now going to have to think, how do we minister to the even greater numbers who are outside the church? Drove through Belfast on the way here today from uh, the airport and noticed, I don't know what was on, Dave, in the center of Belfast. Is it a pop concert or something? Literally hundreds and hundreds of teenagers around the area of the court, the, the courthouse and so on. Don't know what was on, but I was just very struck by the hundreds of teenagers, uh, probably none of them with any thought of church, and the tremendous challenge to reach that generation of young people and, and those outside the church. Seems to me, Dave, that's what all of our churches have to start thinking about. Uh, can I just say that in the Republic, uh, we have no option because we have no parishes. There's no one out there that goes to the church to start with, so you've got to live by mission or you die. And I think in the North here, we're going to have to learn more and more how to do that. John, just by way of introduction to uh, the Bible readings this week, um, could you just give us a, a little bit of a flavor just to, to draw the folks along as we uh, begin our Bible readings tomorrow about what we're going to be thinking about uh, this week? We're, we're going to be focused in Mark's gospel, uh, I think mainly thinking through the issue of the kingdom of God. The very first words our Lord speaks in public is, the kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. What is this kingdom that the Lord was speaking about. So I want us to think about the kingdom of God, what is elsewhere called the gospel of the kingdom. It's a matter of debate within the church today, as some of you may know. But I want to set it also in the context of the great Bible story that flows from Genesis through to Revelation. So Mark's gospel and the kingdom of God. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.